This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. I want to welcome you to the extravaganza. Oh, shit. Something incredible that's about to take place. Woo. World renowned. In the conversation. Uh oh. Holla. Time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, crazy Dominican, you know Vladimir. Come on, yo, my cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, this is Damian Lemon, and this is in the conversation. And uh. Vlad is not here today. He's he's not in this week. I was going to go to my right-hand side, but you know the drama of that. But on my left-hand side, I got... You got your main man, the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad, up in here. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well, man. Yeah? How's everybody out there listening? Sound like they're doing well, too. Yeah, it sounds... What's good, good, man? I'm chilling, man. I'm just out here living life. Just, you know, getting, huh? Like fresh off the road. Fresh off the road, fresh out of Kentucky. Shout out to everybody that came out to uh, Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky. No doubt. We had a couple conversationalists out there. Oh, were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were they talking about? They was just, they were like, yo, we listened to the pod, you know. It was one of those. (laughs) It was was in passing, too. Like, after the show, we was chopping it up, and then they were about to jet. And they said it real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We listened to the conversation, too. I think somebody brought something up. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't remember what. And I was like, oh, you listened to the podcast? He was like, yeah. And then the other cat was like, yeah, I listened to it too. And it was <laughs> it was somebody I didn't really think would listen to the podcast. What does that mean? It just, I, you know, sometimes I just don't assume that. You every, profile? You profile? I profiled, motherfucker. He was what, a white what, guy. What do you look like? He's like a white guy from, look at this. He's, he was a white guy. I'm sure white people listen to the podcast. White people are here right now. Um, person. Um, <laughs> but um, What up, Chris? I just, it just he, you know. I think uh, what I've been learning by going out on the road, you know, I had this moment where I felt like I didn't know America like I used to know America, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a ton of white friends, at least 11, right? And I got a lot of white friends and shit. And I got a lot of, I have very ethnically diverse friends. And, you know, obviously we live in New York City, so there's the there's a little bit of luxury in that. We take that for granted or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But after, and then we'll get all deeper to this shit, but after the election, I looked at, damn, I, I felt like I read the room wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, shit. I didn't think these type, I didn't think people were still out there, like, not to say that there's not certain people. I just didn't think it was as overwhelming as it turned out to be, right? Mm-hmm. So now when I'm leaving New York, I'm always a little on edge. I'm always looking at, you know, mother, I'm looking at white folks like they looking at me. Like, are you cool? You know what I mean? One of those situations. And it was one of the last things I was thinking. Because I've been going to places like Lexington and and Nashville. And what I've been noticing while I've been there is there's black folks, first of all, everywhere. Yeah. And there's cool white people everywhere. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? You know, obviously, there's some some motherfuckers that you don't want to fuck with. But long story, shit. I say all that to say, yeah, I definitely, I don't want to say I profiled him, but I just didn't see him as a listener. I didn't think that. And he was like, oh, I listened to the thing too. I was like, oh shit. I think he was a little younger. Like a whole right. few things. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. So um, shout out to him and shout out to the other listener. <laughs> <laughs> that was I mean, it. so how was it? Like, did you eat? I mean, you, usually you have a, a report, a city report. I know. Do you live in city reports? Lexington, Kentucky. I had to tell him too. That, that shit boring. Yeah. yeah Waffle House. Oof! No, we did no Waffle House. We did, yeah, we did like you know the ball. We did yeah. the ball. Uh, everything uh, Kelly green or blue? Everything blued out. Yeah. Everything blued out. I was gonna go to the uh, Kentucky Florida game they had out mm-hmm. there. I was like, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. They wanted a buck fifty for bleacher seats. I was like, I'm cool on that. I'm, you know, I'm not Drake. I don't, you know, I'm not. We got a crush on the coach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But uh, I was going to do a bourbon tour. Mm-hmm. They got, you know, because that's Kentucky. That's where all the bourbon and whiskey and all that shit is going on out there. Right. And they got like Buffalo Trace, Maker's Marks. You know, you go to the distillery and I heard the Buffalo Trace tour was pretty dope. But it turns out it was actually in Frankfurt, 
which is about 25 miles outside of Lexington. Right. And I, you know, I looked it up to see what it was going to be for a round trip Uber. And I was down to do it. So I called the people and they were like, well, listen, let me give you the heads up for real, for real. There's only one Uber in Frankfurt, so it might be hard for you getting back. I was like, I'm good. Right. I'm I'm cool. Now, one town with one Uber, is that just a one-horse town? Is that the new millennium one-horse town? I guess so. Yeah, man. So, Lexington, overall, shows were cool, had mad fun. The crowds came out. You know what I mean? People was in the building. That was fun. Outside of that, it wasn't much to do. So, yeah. I was gonna hit you with some people, but yeah, what happened? But, but I I didn't really remember that you had the show this weekend. Oh, thank you, brother. And you didn't hit me, so you know, right, true. You know that 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 you know, it, it, flew, <laughs> off, it flew off the radar. Uh, you know, well, what there you go. <laughs> next time, how about that? Uh, next time, next time. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Where should I have went? Anything I should? Oh, I haven't. I haven't oh, okay. been to Lexington, Kentucky, in since the nineties. Yeah, it's nice looking. It's nice looking. You could see, you know, they do all that horse, you know, the yeah. horse breeding. Mm -hmm. So you see all of those big open plains and, you know, they got a lot of space out there. You know, that's kind of cool. And uh, there's something else I want to say about Lexington that I can't remember right now. It'll come to me. Shout out to Lexington. Shout out to Lexington. Lexington. Shout, out to <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lexington, Kentucky. Yo, see, that's what I get. I, was, I just wanted to say woo-woo. Exactly. <laughs> What's up with you though? How was your weekend? What you get into? Man, I was watching the internet all weekend, really. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Yeah, it was it was wild, wild ass entertainment on the on the internet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, parts of it I didn't all the way see. Right. But, you know. Like what? In retrospect, I went back and, you know, kind of researched what happened. Like the Swiss Beats versus Just Blaze live on Instagram. The beat battle, right? The beat battle. Right. Which is something, like you said, I mean, I might not have watched the whole thing. Right. But <clears throat> I just think it's, it's always good when the culture takes it upon itself to innovate what happens with the technology. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's like the history of hip-hop. Like, anytime, you know, there's technology and hip-hop jumps on it, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying, it, it starts something else. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when, you know, they say, hey, we need to mix these songs a whole lot better. Right. And we get two turntables. Right. And then, you know, get a little yeah. crossfade action. Then you got scratching and all. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. then beat machines. So the technology is always important to the culture. So when I saw that, you know, Swiss and they, they actually made, you know, a rough production out of, you know, Instagram Live, which is, a, you know what I'm saying, essentially available to everybody, mm -hmm. I, I took that as a win for the culture. Because once you have names like that doing it, mm -hmm. For not for not for some corporate sponsor, just for the culture. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of dope. Yeah, that shit was cool. You know what I'm saying? That that moves shit forward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, what do you think is going to be the next next big thing for Instagram Live? What do you think? It's how do you feel it shifted it? I, I don't. Just, I mean, I just I just know that once you know <clears throat> something happens that's a little different, and people talks about it, and you know, in this case, it's some big name. You know, right. these guys ain't no you know local right. jokers. But even if they were, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, like I said, it didn't they didn't, you know, charge everybody uh, to watch it and you right. know what I mean, have corporate it wasn't like corporate out. It was just like something we yo, we here, let's do it, like this should be cool. It's like the new jam. Right. It's yeah. like the jam, like you know what I'm saying? So if if you got more people doing it, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I think, you know, more names, like, you know, even in that beat battle you see where Puffy was watching, you know what I'm saying? A right. lot of different celebs was watching it as well. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like, remember when celebrities first started to get on Twitter? Right. You know what I'm saying? It breaks the ground for everyone It, it changed the else. whole shit, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at first it was like kind of nerdy, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, like think like, a lot of thinking and shit, a lot right. of, you know what I'm saying, Intros like, you know, introspective shit and, you know, think pieces and... Right. But when Shaq and Puff got on Twitter, it became something totally different and the spectators came with them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and change the culture of it. Yeah. It looked like Instagram Live could become like the new press podium. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Had a little press meeting. Like when Cameron wanted to reply to Jim Jones, he right. chose Instagram Live. And people tuned in for like two and a half hours. Wow. That's strong-ass Wi-Fi, first of all. You kept that signal for a minute. <laughs> yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's you know. So it's interesting to see where that's going to go. Because... Back in the day, I guess, what was this, about 2006, mm -hmm. 7-ish, they had this player called a kite player. 
You know what I'm saying? It was like a little video, embeddable video player you could put on your page right. or put on Twitter or whatever. But mostly it went on blogs and, you know what I'm saying, shit like that. And it was like a you could go live. It's just like Facebook Live, Instagram Live and all that shit. You can go live wherever you at. Right. And this was, you know, this was way back. And when I saw that, that's what made me want to do digital video. Mm-hmm. Because I saw that, I was like, yo, that shit changed the whole fucking game. You know what I'm saying? And and it took a while for the live portion of it to kind of kick in where everybody had that kind of signal and that kind of right. unlimited plan yeah. to, to yeah. run a video stream. But when 50 Cent started doing it, when 50 put it on This Is 50 mm-hmm. as his main video player, mm-hmm. that's when it kind of took off. And then more people, more celebrities started using it. But, you know, I guess it didn't innovate fast enough. But, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? It went away, but that concept never went away. So, you know, when Facebook Live, who has the audience, Puts it up, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's something different when you when you could just show everybody something right now and it's just going as you're there. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, I know you big on all this technology, but you didn't update your phone to even have Instagram Live. Why is that? Nobody knew that but you, motherfucker. Well, you just told us. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. I didn't tell you that I didn't have an update well, on this. We was cracking the mic. I said we gonna talk yeah, about baby. that. You know what I'm saying? We didn't say we was gonna talk about that. But hey, y'all, I don't have the update to the Instagram because I just didn't do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like you know. Is there a reason or you just? No, no, no. It was no reason at all. It's just like it's just like you know. I knew it was there. I, I didn't see anything that I missed so far with it. I don't really watch the Facebook Live, right? Because again, it's it's still in the hands of you know it's just out there, it's floating right now. Right. Like I said, once when the kite player when when Fifty got the kite player, it gave it some definition, like what could be possible. You know what I'm saying? And so, like this beat battle with Instagram Live, you could see what could be possible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I don't really just have a whole lot of spare time to just watch a bunch of random lives, but you know. What I'm <laughs> but saying? you see it for the. For I see. The, I yeah. see the potential. I see the potential in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not going to participate. No, I'm, I'm. I will. I will. I just haven't jumped on it yet. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I update that shit right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, go ahead, do it, do it. I, yo, I'll be honest, I don't really be on there like that too much. I will tell you what, speaking of Instagram Live is one thing, but what really kind of, sad to say, what really put me on the Facebook Live was people getting killed and they using that as their, you know, like their beacon of, yo, this is what's going on right now, shit's about to pop off. You know what I mean? Like this band. Wasn't that Facebook Live? That's what I'm saying. I said not Instagram Live. I said Facebook. That's how I. That's the sad part of how I found out about Facebook Live. What was the first thing you watched on Facebook Live? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, was Sandra Bland Mm-mm. Facebook or well, Philando? I think the dude, the dude who got shot in the car. Is that Philando Castile? Right? No. Nah, is that? Nah, nah. What's with the, his girl, with his girlfriend, with the Facebook. baby, with the baby in the back. That might have been the first. That was one. Was that the first one? Or I was, think that might be the first one. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the other ones was like Periscope and right, just other, okay. it was other platforms Plat- they were yeah, using okay. for yeah. like the protests and Ferguson and all that shit. It was other ones. I was like, I think the one in the car was yeah. the first Facebook I'm like, one. Damn. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. Mm. It's a powerful tool. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You know when you got the right, the right content coming through it. It's even powerful on a small level. Like, you know, some some people say, you know, oh, these people just get on here, don't have shit to talk about. But I find it particularly interesting, like, when, you know, I do and am sitting there and somebody I know goes yeah. live. Somebody I kind of know who they are and, and what they about. Right. Like my man um, Adonis in Miami, he'll go live, you know what I'm saying? And I know he, he's kind of a poet, but he, he don't really... He don't really fully go into poetry, okay. but the way he talked, he talked with a certain cadence. So I like to hear what he about to, how he about to say what he gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just rolling through, you know, what I'm saying the streets of Miami Gardens right now. You know what I'm saying? And then he just show you the hood, and then I could go home for a minute, just roll, roll with him for a second, because that's how he he does it in a way where it feels like you in the car with him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know, is it once they perfect, once people start to figure out ways to draw you in and ways to entertain a, a, a audience with it. And that's why I think like the the beat battle was right. 
Like, that's not something that, that takes a whole lot of production. Mm-hmm. It's just something that, you know, we in the room, we live, you know what I'm saying? We got Swiss, we got Just Blazing, pull up your beats, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, I got mine. Yeah, and I know they've probably done that before, mm-hmm. but it's probably like, you know what I'm saying, let's do it for the for the ground. For the people. You know How saying? that happened was, you know, Swiss did the beat battle with Kanye at Summer Jam years right. ago, right? Right. So then he was on Drink Champs talking about, you know, when he was doing that, he reached out to a bunch of producers and he was naming the producers that he reached out to. And I guess Just Blaze was one of them. Mm-hmm. So then when Just Blaze heard that shit on the podcast, Just Blaze pulled up on Swiss Beats like, yo, let's get it. Right. And then they did it from there. So it was very impromptu. Yeah, and that's and that's it, the culture. It is. It, it seemed like it seemed like I didn't listen to it. I didn't I wasn't I wasn't I was in fucking, You know the beats though. Nah, I mean I know the beats. I guess they was going beat for beat, but then I seen what I did see was Swiss basically stole the whole show because then he played some unreleased shit, a record with Jay-Z, Nas, DMX, and Jadakiss. Come on, man. You no, know, Swiss is a showman. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? He took that shit over. I'm surprised Just ain't have no, no, you know, You no probably ain't got the cut. authorization. <laughs> right. Swiss feel like he a little bit more of a loose cannon. But Swiss is rich. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't think Justice Justice. I mean, doesn't. Just ain't broke, but you know, Swiss kind of rich. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ah, you know, he above apology. This is my peers. Right, right, right. What are you gonna? Look at Jay. You gonna sue me? Yeah, Come exactly. On, <laughs> oh shit, man. What else is going on with you? How you doing? Otherwise, man, I'm doing pretty good, man. You know, feeling real black right now. Oh yeah, it's the last. Well, it's the last day to feel real black. This yeah, is it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So get my, you know, what I'm saying, get my Black History Month last moments of Black History Month in, soaking up my the little melanin that I do have. It was a good weekend to go get blacker. This shit was Global Warming Weekend. About eighty one on Friday. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. This was like, what is it now? It's like sixty degrees or some shit like that. It's February. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy Ooh. out here. Ah uh, shit, you know man. what I'm saying. We had, you know, I guess, uh, oh. Remy and Nikki, you know what I'm saying, closing it out and <laughs> Oof. coming through, closing out the <laughs> man. Black History Month with a bang. That shit came out of nowhere too. That was a uh, yeah. Was it really? Oh, no, nah, nah, maybe not. Let me take that back. It was building. It was building. It but was building. It just when when Nikki when uh, Remy just just said fuck it. Nah, and but did Nikki, seven minutes. But Nikki came on Friday with a joint with Gucci. Yeah, but it's indirect still. It wasn't that indirect. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It wasn't direct. It was it was it was direct enough for you to know who she was talking about, man. But that's been a while. There's been a few of those. There's been a few of those where but she went a little harder plaques, on this one. Plaques and all of plaques, that. Plaques, you know what I'm saying? The, right. the sales, you know what I'm saying? The style. You know what I'm saying? So what do you think? I mean, what you heard Sheetha. First of all, what you think of Sheetha? What I think of she? What you think of she? Did you hear? I mean, I heard, okay. yeah, I, heard, I heard the fuck out of it. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, that shit was a. It was this total destruction. It was you know, it's an annihilation. You think it's a first round knockout? It was the first three minutes. It was kind of like eh, it was a little yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, she went in. You know, Remy could rap one. You know what I'm saying? And then she just went for the juggler with it. You know what I'm saying? Which you know. At, at a certain point, you just got to, you know, let them have it. And then, you know how them Queens motherfuckers, if Queens Queens girls, the first motherfucker I heard say bum bitch. Right. You know what I'm saying? And when you call, like, calling a motherfucker a bum bitch, that's like a, that's like calling somebody in Miami an old puss ass nigga. Like, right. that's a, that's a, a harsh insult. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, shit, she called her a bum bitch on Friday or whatever day that was they dropped the, um, the Gucci record. Oh, on the record she says on the, yeah, like, like okay. see old bum bitch, go back to your bum ass house and you, you know okay. what I'm saying? your bum ass rental, rent your bum ass house or some shit. She said, you know right. what I mean. But I, you know, Nikki from Queens, and when I first got here and I heard Lindsay right. call somebody a bum bitch, uh-huh. I'm like, that's harsh than a motherfucker. Uh-huh. Like that's fighting words. Like right. you know what I'm saying? So you know, once I heard, you know, I heard Nikki's thing, I was like, ooh, wee, shit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so that means, you know, all is fair. And, yeah. And then Remy came with all all that was fair and dropped that shit. She went hard body. Now, is it over for Nikki? I was on Decent and Mirror. We were talking about this mm-hmm. earlier today. Mm-hmm. They were asking me, one, do you think it's over for Nikki? Go ahead. What do you think? You, you asking me. I'm asking you. Do you think it's over? No, no. It's never over. Jay-Z proved 
he's the ether. He's the one who got ether. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ether is the harshest thing that could be done to you in a rap battle. To be ether. Okay. And Jay-Z made it through. Does Nicki need to respond? No. She probably shouldn't. See, this is the best way I... That's what people are saying. Everybody... This is what now, I don't like. No, but I think she will not with another record. I think her next response is going to be in the video for the Gucci song. Yeah. So I think that's probably her next step. Her next move is... How could you... What could you do, though? I don't know. I mean, it's a lot you could do in video. If you were, if you was Nikki's manager, if you was Nikki's <laughs> manager, right? And uh, Sheetha just dropped on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now it's uh it's Tuesday about to, it's Wednesday. Uh-huh. Still ain't putting nothing out. What is your conversation with Nikki? What are y'all talking about? I'm telling her to stay focused on her game plan. You know what I'm saying? Stay who you are. You you're not gonna you can't fight Remy in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You're not gonna win the fight in the streets with Remy. You know what I'm saying? What Jay did after Ether. You know Super ugly and it was not a good. And that look. shit went all the way awry. And then he shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And he went away. And then he dropped, you know what I'm saying? He dropped albums after that. Everything after that, when he when he when he wanted to address a motherfucker, he'll wait to his album to address that. Which he had done before, but let's let's I don't we gotta look at that. Because with Jay and Jay and Nas, mm-hmm. Jay had the takeover verse. Mm-hmm. So that's he called Nas out by name. Then Nas responded with Ether. Right. Which was crazy. He mm-hmm. went all in. Then Jay came behind him with super ugly. Right. Now I'm gonna say this. First of all, I still think I think beat wise takeovers are better. I think ta- record wise, I think takeovers better than Ether. I still stand by that. All right, because for a couple reasons. One, he turned Nas's whole like he took his playing card and broke down his career. This mm-hmm. is what's going on. This is this this this. Right. Whereas Ether was more like just shit talk, dick sucking nah, lips, man. whiskers like a rat. Nah, but 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 Ether, oh, go ahead. I'm gonna let you. You know what I mean? Like, like but what made it so dope to me was. Nas hadn't really been that aggressive. Nas right. was kind of on the, not down and out, but Nas he was, was chilling. Yeah, Nas was kind of cool, laid back, and Do- getting the worst of that. Like, getting like, he was, he was, he was, yeah, he wasn't, he was dodging the beef. He, he was, was chilling. He was kind of confused in his, in his way, you know what I'm saying? I think his mother had just passed, maybe. Yeah, so he was, you know, halfway trying to be commercial, but then trying to stay true to his poetic type of roots. He kind of lost his way you know a little saying? bit. And uh, okay, so then Super Ugly comes back out. Mm-hmm. Super Ugly was 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 ill. It was ill as far as battles go. It went a little too far. But what made it for what fucked Jay Z up? It wasn't the fact that Super Ugly wasn't Ether. It was the fact that his moms was like, "Yo, you went too far." You need to go up there to the radio station and apologize for going too far. But the general public thought he went too far as well. It, it was just because, listen, during that time, you got when the Nas, for everybody, listen, when the Nas Jay Z battle was going on, it was going on on the radio. Mm-hmm. So this New York radio, they, you know what I'm saying, Jay running up to, you know what I'm saying, Angie Martinez to drop his record, you know what I mean? So. You at work and you listening to this shit. It's going on day for day or however how over right. how, however long it went on. Mm-hmm. And and you know, so it was a radio event. And so when you hear this, you at work and you hear super ugly, it just didn't translate well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just was like, ah, it it was kind of like somebody who got punched in the nose and he just like gonna say whatever he gonna he he, he seemed like he didn't have it all together. It, that was the first time it felt like the emperor had no clothes, and Jay Z was exposed. It was like, mm. damn, Jay, because mm. it sounded nervous to me. Nah, but that was in the moment. I haven't, I didn't never even go back and listen to Super Ugly. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, it sounded like yeah, Super Ugly, Super yeah. Ugly. It was like it's, it was very uncharacteristic of Jay Z too. So it, it just, so. it just, it didn't, it didn't. He wasn't cool. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was a departure from who. He built himself to be. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? And it didn't come off. And then after Ether, like one thing about Ether, Ether, you say it was a lot of shit talk, but in Ether, he used a lot of psychological warfare on Jay. You know what I'm saying? You're ugly. Not even Jay. He, he called, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the girls didn't like you before. Now, you know what I'm saying? You think you're getting money, and they, you think you're getting girls for your looks. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was hitting them with a lot of psychological warfare that, you know what I'm saying? 
it was it was very it was very crafty. What you know what I'm saying? Like he he pulled out ether. Like you had to go to the fucking dictionary to understand True. what the fuck that. Well, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, that did start a whole new. <laughs> that's a whole new word of slang. He, he say the man say that this shit make your soul burn slow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You've been trying to be me since you came out. Right. So he hit him so deep in his psycho in his psychological space that it was. Super Ugly just came off as, like you said, kind of like shit talking. It came off like, ah, motherfucker. It was reactionary. It was defensive. Like, it was like when a motherfucker ain't got nothing to say, so he just called you the worst thing he could think of. See, I think what worked for Ether was the fact that, to that point, you didn't see Nas having that in him. Not to say that he's not nice, because right. he was ne- that's never been a question, but you never see Nas get vicious right. and pointed. You know what I mean? Right. And people kind of was like, it might be over for Nas, you know what I mean? Because if we think about it, TakeOver kind of, it hit a few people. It hit Prodigy, and right. it kind of fucked them up for a little while. Right. And it was like, is it over for Nas? And he came with some shit that was like, oh, shit. I think it was just, the. Sh- I think it had a level of shock, like, oh, shit. That's out of, just like you said, Super Ugly's kind of out of Jay-Z's character. I think Ether was like, oh, shit, this but, like Nas is not fucking playing. Exactly. That's how it, it sounded like Nas ain't fucking playing. And then when you heard Jay, it sounded like, ah, this nigga here just mad because he got Ether. <laughs> 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 so, you know what I'm saying? It didn't come off the same way. It might, like, I might go back and listen to it and be like, okay, that was tough. But in the moment of the shit. Right. Ether had destroyed him so hard that it was kind of like he had to do more than what he did in Super Ugly to to kind of to kind of get through it, win that that battle. Hmm. I think so. I think also people remember like when they say Ether won because I remember that was on the radio and they was doing like the battle of the beats. They put Ether up against Super Ugly and not Ether up against Takeover. And that that kind of like because then New York declared Nas the victor. Based on, but it wasn't Takeover versus Ether. I think Takeover versus Ether is a, a better battle than Takeover versus Super. I mean, Ugly. but see, like again, it's like people listening to the Remy record now, like young people who don't know Ether. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And they listening to the beat. It's not like in these battles. It's not a song to go rock the club. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like Takeover is a song that was on his album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that was part of a, a whole full project. Ether was a response that a motherfucker just said, you know what? I'm gonna respond to this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With with the beat, it wasn't like Ether ain't no hella fire beat that you gonna just rock to. Yeah. The shit was all about the content devastation of, of what he was saying yeah. and how he said it and the and the manner in which he kind of destroyed them. You know what I mean? That's just you know what I'm saying. And the same with Remy. Like like she went so fucking, she went hard with her verses. She went hard at her. She, you know what I'm saying? It's I don't know what Nikki could say. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she could probably make a beat that's banging in the club or some shit that they'll play. Kind of like how Drake had songs that you could kind of play yeah. in the club. You still need some lines though. Yeah, you need lines. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know what the fuck she could say in that type of battle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's an interesting spot because right now I don't want to rule her out. I want to at least give her her response, but it's about as close to a first round knockout as possible. But that could work on her. That could work to her benefit to and, where people don't know what she could say. Now, if she says something, you know what I'm saying? She got to say something devastating. Hard, you know what I'm saying? It got to be fucking hard. And I don't know how much more you could say about a motherfucker who's been totally embarrassed in front of the whole world already. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shit, you know that, what? What shit? What she, you mean? She been embarrassed in front she of She had her? to go to fucking prison. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's shit, man. That's that's a hell of a news story. That was all. You know, it wasn't like she went silently. Right. She, she was at the top of her career. She had coming off of whatever, and she was doing a fucking thing, and had to fucking go to prison. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't like some dude like where you could you get some like Gucci, you get some you know what I'm saying some street cred off that shit. She a mother. She got kids at the house and shit, and. You know what I'm saying? You got to take your motherfucking mug shot. It don't that don't make you hard to take a girl mug shot. You know what I mean? When that shit was embarrassing for, I'm sure. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what so happens. So I don't know what more. I don't know what nigga could say. That you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, who knows? I know we were talking about it earlier today. You know, Remy had a miscarriage on Love and Hip Hop. Okay. And it was like, if you go for that, that shit might be too far. That's going to backfire. That ain't nothing to go at. Yeah. 
don't think know, that. I don't think she wanted with Rem on it. I don't even think you want to bring that. See, that's the other thing. This that's is the already other thing. out there. Well, that, not even just that. It's just also that when she started the record, she said, didn't I press you before? So yeah. it's already kind of like the book. Like, it, it don't even look like a fair match. We were talking about, like, they're not even in the same. Lyrically, whatever, we could, you know, lyrically... I think Rem is a whole a different animal. Right. But just even, it would have to be something very fucking novel for Nikki to, to turn this shit around. And she, it and could I, be you, can't, you can't put it past her to nah. come up with something novel that's not straight, you know what I'm saying, hand-to-hand warfare. You know I want saying? it to be a battle. I want to, I want to hear a record back. I want to hear something. I want, it, I want this shit to be something. I want it to be something. I don't want this shit to just be one-sided, I hope. I hope there's a you know a little back of it. It would be kind of interesting. As a if I was the manager though, right? You know what I'm saying? Outside of being a fan of the culture and shit, mm-hmm. if I was the manager, this shit wouldn't be worth it. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be worth it because motherfuckers would be stopped talking about this shit tomorrow. So next as soon as some new shit happen, this shit'll be over. Nikki'll drop a fucking single in a month or so. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? She could still get on the Instagram and look fly, and then all the fly girls gonna be on her side. She need to fucking Focus on her strengths. Right. You know what I'm saying? And fucking with Remy in a fucking street fight, ain't. I don't think that's her strength. Just myself. I don't know her. I ain't her manager. I don't know her day-to-day. I don't know her motherfucking rhyme book. Uh-huh. I don't know what she's capable of in a motherfucking, in a, uh, you know what I'm saying? But I know she got lyrics, but I just think where she is as a, as a business person, as a fucking, um, uh, a fucking, uh, Pop star, almost pop star type of artist. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. That's my thing because I feel like Nikki's always been flirting with that all the way pop star thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it don't really all the way pan out. She's good. She's 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 a pop star. She's a big star, right? But she still her credibility is based in the fact that she's a rapper, that she gets busy, that she came up. Through the mixtapes, like she's a spitter, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She's not. She's not just a pop act. She's a spitter that transcended, right? Mm-hmm. Come from the from the DVD. You know what I mean? I, like, I understand. So, for me, maybe I'm just that hip hop purist. I feel like I would hate to see you dodge a beef. I would hate to see you dodge a beef. Like, I mean, she's been in this beef for quite some time. And like I said, and it's something that you kind of was poking a little bit, poking right. at. So I think, I think, like I said, her next move, she gonna test the waters probably with the video. For, hmm. for what's the name of that damn record? Uh, much love, I think, or something. Much, like. She probably test the waters in the much love video. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then we go from there. Now, you know, again, she can't avoid the shit and drop some shit just for her motherfucking fans. But whatever she do next, it's got to be big. What y'all think she's gonna do? Let us know what y'all think you what she gonna do. What you think she should do? Do you think she should avoid it? Think she should put down make a new record? But what you think? Let us know. I just said I think she should she should definitely respond. She should respond. Yeah. Is it too late? How many days is too nah, long? It ain't too late. If the record is popping, it ain't too late. If it's if it's a good the record. The longer it get, it gotta be more popping. It's go, it had to be more popping once Sheetha went off. Once the seven minutes of Sheetha went off, that shit couldn't be no subpar record. Seven minutes of rapping about a motherfucker is a long time. That's what I'm saying. No but, hooks. Yeah. I think I would like to see her respond. I would like to see her respond. I would like I think that would probably, especially if that shit is fire, that might reignite a bit of her career a little bit. Not to say, you know what I mean? Like it's like Remy said on the record, it's been kind of it's been kind of up and down a little bit about you know where she stands. You know, she's a dope rapper, but I feel like this would this is her moment to where it's undisputed now. You know what I mean? Right. It's either one of these two is going to be that the, the queen, the, the queen, the queen of rap. They're going, <laughs> you know. I mean, it, it's the see the the thing is, you know, what I'm saying I like I, I like Remy. You yeah. know what I'm saying I like both of them. And I like Nicki. For for a whole another set of reasons, you know what I'm saying. Right. I like her creativity, you know what I'm saying. I like her grind mode, you know what I'm saying. That she came up, I like Remy's grind mode. I like I like that Remy has been around as long as she's been around. Went to prison, right. came home, and still be able to, you know what I'm saying. Have a, a platinum single right. and and be in the motherfucking conversation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Leading I, the conversation, I, you know what I'm saying. I love that. You know what I'm saying. I just seen Remy at All Star, mm-hmm. so you know. 
for her to come out the next week and drop some shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's, it makes good for the culture. We'll see what Nicki do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, 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 it's far from over for Nicki. Like these trivial ass internet draggings, you know what I'm saying? We know them shits come and go. Mm. A lot of people make it through the drag. If Meek Mill, Meek Mill is a testament of making it through the drag. Yeah. Yeah. This, but- and he still get drug every day. Yeah. And he's still here. Yeah. I think it, I think it, I don't know. I think that it, Meek rebounded a little bit, but Meek still got a little stain on he his shit. He got the right? L stain. He got an L tattoo like on his cheek. Uh, like where people get a teardrop and shit. But I think part Meek. of that is because he he took so long to come back with a response and the response was like... It was, yeah, see, but I think... My thing is, if Nicki been saying both of them, if they both kind of been throwing shots back and forth subliminally... First of all, they've been kind of circling each other for a bit. They got to have some bars on deck. I would imagine Nikki got something in the cut. Yeah, she, I, I would hope drop so. some of them shit. Because it reminds me, like, if we're talking about Meek and Drake, the thing that made Meek look crazy, too, was he didn't think it was going to go as far as it did, and he wasn't prepared for it. And, let's see, this is the thing. This is the thing about Nikki. I don't think she has enough fucking ammunition. Because even in the first disc, like... Really, you could come at her record sales, okay. You could come at her style, okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't think she got enough on her. She gonna have to go do do some 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 research. Because hmm. Remy's relevance from before, you know what I'm saying? One, it's like a seven-year gap mm-hmm. in, you know what I'm saying, in street activity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's been married since she's been home. Right. So it ain't like she got a whole lot of outside activity, unless she do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's a long way to go. That's damn near pre-internet. You got to go back mm. to to find shit on her. So you think she would be kind of, you feeling like it's not worth it? No, I'm not saying it's not worth it. But you know what I'm saying? It's harder to have have things. That's why, you know what I'm saying, it resulted, basically, it boiled down to you, you don't sell no records and you a bum bitch. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Those was basically the two insults from the Gucci record. I think if you put some shit together, you can put some shit together. Just like Remy put seven minutes of shit together, if we break down the seven minutes of shit, I think Nikki could kind of come with some shit. Like, I I can't even think about everything she said. I just think, you know. There's so much. It's a, yeah. But it was still appearance-based. Your ass popped. You know what I'm saying? The whole but then it was it was it was but it was so specific. I saw your I saw your man at the All Star, and he told me that your ass dropped and he couldn't hit for three months. Right. (laughs) But all of that is just damn. But that's it. That's really what it is. It's just fucked up shit. Who knows? Like why would Meek do that? I don't. If he did it, if he did it, but he 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 sit around laughing about the shit. You know, but he, he he might be hurt. He might be feeling away. <laughs> she said you the only triggers you touch is when you fuck Trey Song. Trey Song was like, fuck. she didn't say fuck. What'd she say? She said the only triggers you touch was 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 Trey Song. She didn't say it was when you fuck Trey Song. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. All right, we'll see about that. Check yeah, research, that. research. And then what you fuck you fucked Ebro. She Ebro was like, whoa, 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 that didn't you know, happen. Ebro got a weapon down. Of course, got but, it. Hey, hey. but a lot of that shit, we didn't, you couldn't speculate that she was going to talk about that. So my point is, everybody might have some shit. You never know. But Nikki was very active in the last decade right. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Very active. Her her come up when she was underground and shit in Atlanta with Gucci and Deb and them. All of that is internet era. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's you know. Hmm. That's researchable shit. Well, that's gossip shit. That's lipstick alley ass shit. The shade room shit. According to the lyrics that I'm looking at, it says fuck Trey Socks. Oh, well, my bad. I stand corrected. Yeah. I could be wrong. I thought she said when you touch Trey Songs. Only nah. trick you touch when you touch. Nah, because Trey Song came out and was like, nah, I didn't have sex. Like he had to address it. He felt the need to address it. You know what I mean? So yeah, he probably can't say it either because it was probably some scandal too. But the thing, but the whole thing is, it just casts speculation. Whether it's right or wrong, it put that in yeah, your mind. We, we didn't, we didn't know if Jay Z was calling Nas on his home phone. That's what I'm when saying. he didn't give him the number. That's what I'm saying. So there's still, there's still, you could pull a lot of shit out of it. That's what I'm saying. We can't count. You say she could make shit up. Yeah, well, not make some shit up, but there could be shit that she could talk about that we don't even know she could talk about. 
know what I'm saying? Not to say she's making it up, but we don't know their interact. We know, you could tell from even the audio drop in the beginning, Free Remy, you could tell that they probably had some bit of a relationship. They know each other on some level. They're peers of the game. They probably had some some interactions that we don't know about. Well, the, the, the thing, what, I, what I've gathered on my Google box was that the first shot was when on one of Nikki's first mixtapes. Right. And she was coming at Remy. Um, talk, well, she didn't say a name, but she said to tell the girl with the crown. And Remy had just put out the whatever video where right. she was wearing the crown and shit. So, you know, this is longstanding. You know, Nikki was trying to make a name for herself. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, shit, she, she coming at whoever had it. Mm. That's how it was, you know. When you're on your mixtape, you're coming at who got the crown. So, you know, it was all fair. But... Just the Nikki just got a whole lot more to lose these days. Mm. A lot more to think about these days. You know what? All this battle talk made me hungry. And one thing about hunger, you know what 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 solves hunger? Blue Apron, Ali. Did you know Blue Apron solves hunger? Yeah, I guess. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. I mean, they got all types of dishes. Matter of fact, they got a, a good salmon piccata with orzo and broccoli. Look at that. Uh, they got vegetable chili and baked sweet potatoes and crispy toy t- tortilla strips. Look at that. No doubt. Uh, they got all types of things, man. Blue Apron is, I mean, they're, they're killing the game. I mean, I, I just got a code. I'm going to try it. Did you do it? I'm about to try it. I just I just signed up for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, And <clears throat> I'm looking forward to getting my first box. You know what I'm saying? You know what you got in here, but did you see your menu yet? No, nah, not yet. Not yet. I haven't done it. I haven't. Put in my credit card information yet. Oh, okay. But uh, I will I will do that tonight. Uh-huh. By the time I come next week, I I have it all. I want to hear your report you know on. What I'm saying? It. So I, and then with with that, you know, what I'm saying my 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 daughter is kind of liking a um, cook right now. Oh, so okay. I'm gonna um, let her get busy with it. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. So you know, that's always good to have have some family time in the kitchen. That's what's up. Well, listen, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash conversation you'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with blue apron so don't wait that's blueapron.com slash conversation blue apron a better way to cook uh ain't nothing like a sponsor you know thank you shout out to the sponsor uh see the oscars did you see the oscars i participated in the internet chatter i ain't watch it live but i you know what i'm saying I, i saw the you saw the whole situation. Damn, you yeah. should have seen it live. I saw because there's that moment that it's cool to see it after the fact, but in that moment, that moonlight moment was so ill because I'm watching it. I watched it. I watched it. I got. I was done mm-hmm. with my shows, mm-hmm. so I got home. I was watching the Oscars. I got home in time to see Denzel lose. Mm-hmm. I seen Viola Davis win. Mm-hmm. The Denzel loss was sad. It was sad just to see Denzel and look he was, he broken. He was up for best best actor. He was up for best who, actor. Who was up against? Who he lost to Casey Affleck from Manchester the, the, the by the sea. The rape, not, not, well, the, the, the accused, sexual, the accused sexual yeah. assaulter or sexual harasser. Right, 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 right. My bad. Right, right. Allegedly. Alleg- Allegedly. Allegedly. Right. Per se. Right. And he lost, and uh, you know it was unfortunate. It was I, honestly, I think I said it on here. I didn't expect Denzel to win that. When I saw Fences, I said, yo, Viola killed it. You know what I mean? Denzel was Denzel. Denzel is is his baseline is good, but it wasn't like it wasn't like when he lost for Malcolm X. You know what I mean? Or he didn't, you know what I mean? Like when you like, come on. Or nah, he I don't think he was he even nominated for Malcolm X. I know he lost for Hurricane and people felt like damn, and then the next year he won training day. Like a training day performance is way different than the defense's performance to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm I might be one of the rant, one of the few people that I don't think Casey Affleck was whack in Manchester. I don't think it was Manchester by the Sea. I don't think it was a good. I don't think the movie was all that good. But I thought his his role was pretty. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. It kept me watching this go nowhere movie all the way through. Mm-hmm. So I, I dug his performance. I don't know if it was Oscar award winning. But um, you know, <laughs> I, I wasn't surprised when Denzel lost. I was just sad when I seen him looking broken. <laughs> you thought he looked broken? That motherfucker looked like he was about to cry. He looked mad. He looked mad as shit. He looked like he wanted to get the fuck out of here. He had a little, looked like a little tear juice right there. You know that? Like it might be that I'm upset right now, tear. But I never really seen Denzel look like that. I, I saw the I saw the gift. 
of it. You know what I'm saying? And I saw it hurt Russell Simmons' feelings a lot too. That shit he, was. He went in. You know what I'm saying? That shit was sad. And then so okay, so Denzel he Viola won, Mahershala won, Denzel lost, then Emma Stone won. Then it comes down to uh, it's like best picture. It could go either way. Right, right, right. Barry Jenkins won. I think. I think they won best screenplay or something like that. So it was right, like, right, all right, right, now it's going either way. And then uh, old Warren Beatty come up there with uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with, uh yeah. Faye, was Faye, Faye Dunaway. Dunaway. Dunaway, Faye Dunaway, Bonnie and Clyde. Mother, they come mother up there. dearest, mommy dearest, and shit. And, Network. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, when they say when they say La La Land, I was like. <laughs> That bullshit. It was all of that. I'm liking fucking tweets. It's like this is that bullshit. I knew it was gonna happen, but I feel it's some. I was like, there's that bullshit, and then it was literally a real deal mood swing. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling that way for about a minute, maybe not even. There was, minute. was two minutes into the yeah. fucking speech, and then the motherfucker was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> Mo- wait a moonlight. What? I said, what? Moon, this is not this is not a joke. This is not because then I was like, here we go with some bullshit. I'm thinking now we just now we having another, fun with it. Another Adele situation. Yeah, now or yeah, for a hot second I thought it was gonna be one of those. Right. You know what? I want to give you the Oscar. One right. of those. Come up here. Right, right, right. I'm gonna give it to you in theory, but no, I gotta, I gotta actually <laughs> give this shit back. Yeah, I gotta relinquish it and give it to you because you actually won. That shit in that moment was the. The ultimate mood swing, because I know it was a couple text messages like, ah, fuck it, the club going to be trash tonight. I ain't doing nothing. I'm going back to the, wait a minute. Like, come on. The whole shit was amazing. Right. It was just a great look. Well, let me it ask you It was a great this. look. Go ahead. Did you see Moonlight? I did see Moonlight. We it's, talked about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I saw Moonlight and I tried There's a lot to see of people La La that did There's a lot of people that was excited that didn't even this go is see the, the shit. I mean, this is the movie that, that was, I think it's the... The uh, least grossing Oscar award winner Look, of all time. That's the least, the lowest budget Oscar movie of all time. Right, that's what I'm saying. And then it's the least grossing, of course. But this shit was a total like thing. They started with 1.5 million. I okay. think they ended. I think it ended at like 5.5 5 million. I guess with with all, everything in the end. But that's an independent movie, man. Absolutely. They're like you know what I'm saying. You got an idea. We are gonna make it happen. And but. At the same time, at the same token, what goes unnoticed, and I don't, I don't know the names. Like you, you could pull up the producers on that. Um, I think Plan B. Plan B was two of the producers from Plan B. Brad Pitt, you know what I'm saying, and then um, they both won for Twelve Years a Slave a couple yeah. years ago. And I think the last in the last five years, they've even had other movies nominated. Right, that they've. So the, not one, but the, the lady is the first female to win two Best Picture Oscars. Mm. You know what I'm saying? For 12 Years a Slave and for, for Moonlight. Okay. They had, I think they had um, motherfucker Selma as well. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So there's a there's some type of thing where this group, Brad Pitt's company, yeah. is ushering in mm-hmm. these black movies right. into the system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which so they had It's like the, the asylum. Exactly. Later, you know, the bridge bridge builders and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so <laughs> you say asylum. <laughs> oh, Warner Brothers. <laughs> that was wild inside Tide, baseball. Old, old Todd Moskowitz. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go ahead. And then so and then Barry went to Florida State. Shout out to Tallahassee. He's from Miami, Dade mm-hmm. County, three oh five, you know what I mean? Went to Florida State. So the other producer was was a girl he went to Florida State with. And her husband went to Florida State with them as well, but he was already an Oscar-nominated cinematographer. So the guy who shot it was an Academy-nominated cinematographer. So it was a good it was a good team right. on that low budget. You know what I'm saying? It was a you know what I'm saying, a good, you know what I'm saying? They got the most they, for their money. They they, was, yeah, they got yeah. crewed up. Right. So it's not, you know what I'm saying, just like what people say to um Chance the Rapper. Is not really the independent story that they saying he is. He's got a machine because he had the machine behind him. It's similar. So you know when you building your teams, you know what I'm saying. If you going in that direction, obviously they knew that they wanted to contend. They had some contenders in the motherfucking on the team. Right. 
No, man. And it, they just had so much, it was so much goodwill about the movie. I didn't really hear many people say they didn't like it. I heard a couple people saying I wasn't with it. I heard more people say I haven't seen it yet, right. but everybody that's seen it was like, I haven't seen it, but I know I should see it, or I heard but, it's but, a beautiful movie. Let you know how that goes after a while. After a while, once the wave is moving, it's hard to say you against the wave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed the movie. We talked about it. Yeah, you know we both did. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the movies that challenges you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That 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 challenges your your understanding and your way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know, you had a conversation. Um, did it? Is it? Is it? Did it go that far because of the content? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's shit like that. But you know, you don't know why it went where it went. But there's a lot of elements that that made that successful mm-hmm. to be at the podium motherfucking accepting that award in that that situation. Yeah. It was cool in the moment, man. That shit was something. That felt like real-time retribution. Like, oh, shit. Because then I would have had, I'm going to still go watch La La Land to see what's what. I tried to watch. I fell asleep. I'm in here and it ain't worth rewatching, but I'm going to check it out. I'm not the big musical fan anyway, but I do like Emma Stone. Okay. I, even, I like I like Ryan Gosling as oh, well. I think they ass movie. Yeah, it is, it, it is. I guess it's a singing ass movie. You know what Fifty said about Empire? Shit. He called it Glee. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, Glee ass show, hilarious." <laughs> Power coming back. Is it when? Soon, I think. Uh, Rob, my man, Rob Hardy is in town right now, directing the season finale. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so they pretty much threw it the season, so it should be coming sometime late spring, summer, I guess. You been watching the breaks? Nah. Uh, that's pretty that's good. That's on VH1? Yeah, I like it. I don't have cable. Oh, uh, okay. Well, fuck it. No, I catch that on I catch it on a fire stick on the stream or something. Uh, you know, I can't catch all this shit, man. It's too much shit, but I you know. I I I, I have what I did start though. I you know, I I, I start watching um Black Mirror. Yeah, I've been here. You know I saw the first episode where they fuck the pig. Oh yeah, yeah, that was crazy. I saw that. I I you know, I'll get into it. It's too many fucking shows. Yeah, out I mean, there. it's a lot of shows. It's too so, many you know, shows. It's, it's bookmarked. But the thing, every show is different. It's right. totally s- separate situation. I just like the 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 theories that they place as far as the futurism and shit. Right. Like how shit is going. I like I like how they play with the future uh-huh. and what's possible and what 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 they what the director or whoever the writer was foresees as possibilities in mm-hmm. the future. I think that's pretty dope. You seen Westworld? Nah. I heard that's pretty, it was like that too. Have you seen Westworld? I've only watched the first couple episodes because I ended up like with Wedding Planet. It was like, it came out like right around when I was going to get married. So we ended up just watching a few episodes and missed a few. I like the first couple. And from what I've heard from people that, you know, it gets better, real solid as the season goes along. Yeah. You just said, fuck it. Yeah. I just haven't had time to catch up to it. Just didn't do it. I see motherfucking Netflix got an original movie coming out with Will Smith. Yeah, that shit like is a old, game changer. Like old blockbuster yeah. ass. Like Netflix, Netflix, they gunning. They doing a lot of shit. You see they <laughs> gave out fucking NBA contracts to, to Chris Rock and Chappelle. Right. They motherfuckers, is, they coming for everybody. Right. Everybody. I mean, shit. What was the movie? Beast of No Nation or Beast of the Wild? Right. Be- Beast of that no, was Beast nominated no for, I think they out here. They out because they got more money than everybody, because their shit is all over the world. They don't have to, you know what I mean? Like it's it's interesting. It's interesting. I, I saw a breakdown of why they're like killing them market share wise. Yeah, because we pay their ass every month. Well, no, we pay HBO every month too. Not like that. Like we pay these month directly. We pay them direct because they don't have to break <laughs> off to whatever. To whatever. Cable motherfucker. We pay them direct every month. You know what I'm saying? You don't go to the movies every month and get Hollywood a, a motherfucking check every month. You don't. Some people do. I'm saying I don't. Yeah, okay. But I, Netflix get their direct fucking deposit. I'm curious to see how that goes. That's kind of ill, though. I saw that. I was like, damn. <laughs> a fucking Will Smith movie straight to Netflix. <laughs> and with Beast of No Nation or whatever it's called, they did put it in theaters for Just a, so, a little yeah. while so they could be considered for the Oscars. Right. But, but in this particular um, trailer... With, with Will Smith, they was like in, you know what I'm saying, then they crossed out, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They was like, you know what I'm saying, it was like it wasn't going to theaters. Right. They was like, it was going straight digital, which is it's a whole different play. Which is interesting, because I think now that's that, I feel like now you could do that, because wasn't, 
Was the OJ, the OJ shit was never in theaters. I mean, maybe because that's a documentary, but OJ. But that was on what, what network? That was on was ESPN. It? Yeah, that was a network, though. But that's not a, that's not a theatrical release. That's Netflix is a network. But we don't know if it, it may have, they may have done a limited release mm, maybe. for the Oscars. But I'm thinking maybe that's starting to change. Just like how I don't believe Chance the Rapper was ever sold for retail. No, he was, they changed the rules about streaming. Right. And he was the first one to kind of take advantage of that rule. So that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking that probably is going to happen on the- uh, no, He probably had a lot of motherfucking, what they call them shits in, policy, in politics when you have uh, lobbyists. He probably had- Oh, yeah. Lobby- Apple was probably lobbying hard to change that rule. I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix got some people lobbying <laughs> you know too with they, them checks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's going to change a lot of shit. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, well, it's stupid because the movie if the movie's good and it should be considered for best picture, what difference does it matter what the distribution is? You know, that but for other than for companies that but do But then that opens it up to outside of the gatekeepers. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. So if me and D put together a movie mm-hmm. and put it on fucking Netflix, on, not Netflix, on fucking Vimeo, mm-hmm. and... And it does well, and people go see the shit, and you know what I'm saying? We making noise, and we submit our motherfucking application. Now they gotta consider a whole, that's a shitload more of motherfucking applications that had to be considered. Well, that happened a few years ago. There was, I forget specifically when it was, but it was like Idiot with a Tripod. It was like a short film this guy put up during one of the snowstorms, and you know, one of the film critics was like, this should be considered for best short. It, it was great. Right. It wasn't, but that was on Vimeo, you know, right. to, to that point. So mm-hmm. yeah, It's going to change. It's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. I wouldn't change the shit. You wouldn't change what? I wouldn't change it. Now we got to pay more motherfuckers and sift through more shit. Now we got to get motherfucking applications from everybody. It's part of the game. Fuck it, this is the movie business. It's part of the game. I mean, it's a bunch of motherfuckers to to make a movie, so I think it's just part of the game. Uh, you know, I think you know, there's a certain with with when you got an academy and a structure and shit and the DGA and they gotta make sure that the shit is going through the right proper Hollywood right. unions and shit the like guilds. that. The guilds and you know what I'm saying. So they protecting their neck with that shit. So mm-hmm. I don't see why they you know what I'm saying would have to change it. I mean, Netflix will probably be in the guilds and all that shit, but. You know, it's a it's a hard decision to make to have to change it for every platform if you change it for one. Maybe I think I mean it might it might just be the whole thing. I mean Netflix might just enter as the studio. You know what I mean? I my only thing with the reason I thought it goes to the theaters is so that it could earn some money for uh, you know the film industry. Like let's. Right. You know what I mean? Since we've used all this money to make this, let's let's build some money back into the get whatever like right, that. Right. So who knows? Who knows? Anyway, Man, uh, you got anything else or? Shit, you, shit, you you have some shit. You had nothing. Not really. No, I think we talked. You said about you it. listened to the Jadena album or some shit. Oh, I didn't, and I was about to. <laughs> I didn't. I've been seeing people like my homeboy. Shout out to my man Kev. I've been like the curiosity is getting there. I kind of want to check it out. I I listened to a little bit of it actually. I listened to a little bit of it. I ain't give it the real ear. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I'm just. It's something that I would have never really like. I was never like. I would have never seen myself listening to classic man was cool, mm-hmm. but it just didn't seem like my sensibility. Right. You know what I mean? The let out shit was kind of banging. I don't know what that record is. The, the, the let out. The, 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 I don't know, but he beat, got some shit on it. Kind of banging. I listened to it. I listened to it on the way here since you had it on the list. Yeah. I can't get into all the long ass intros and shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I hate. I hate trying to listen to some shit and you skimming, and then the intros. Every intro is like ten seconds and shit. Like beat intros, or it's like, like just, some you know, talking. Like either some not just talking, just just like a lull, like. Just chords and then it builds into the song. Right. Seemed like every one of the songs I got to, none of them just started. Well, you know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, this shit banging. The same shit with future albums. <laughs> look, man. Future dropped two albums. Yeah, I mean look. I haven't heard one hard track on neither one of them motherfuckers, but you know what I'm saying? That's just me. I feel like every time Future drop an album, I have to ask myself, do I really like future or do I just like feeling young? You know what I mean? Because some of these shits, and I think maybe these last two albums, from what I understand, like if you're a Future fan, this mm-hmm. second one with Hendrix, right. 
They saying this is like his 808s and heartbreak. This is the one where he's vulnerable and all this other shit. But who wants to hear Future vulnerable? Who know? Who know? His he future, his his future is drinking syrup and drugging himself to death and banging the club future out. Future get vulnerable, though. Future's been vulnerable before. He's yeah, got. Man. He says some vulnerable shit before. He's kind of. He he's kind of got that to him. He gets he gets a little fucking codeine doubt, right? And then kind of bluesy with what he's going right. through and shit. See, but future with me, yeah. I probably would never sit home and listen to a future record. Future and home don't fit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Future shit like when you hear when I hear a future song that I like. It's on a big ass system and that shit is banging and motherfuckers is dancing to it. That shit is good in real time. But I don't think I would be sitting home listening to a future record. Mm. But skimming through, I didn't hear nothing that I felt like was banging. So I probably had to wait till whatever they choose is the banger. And then they, and then they I, market it at you. They, <laughs> they like, market oh, okay. it at me. Then I go to the club and that shit banging everybody dancing to it. Then I'll be like, okay, I get it. Mm. But right now I don't. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't it. But that Thundercat album came out. Shout out to Thunder. That shit's popping. Drunk. I fuck. I, I, I don't. I don't know who that is, but I, um, it's a bass player. I saw it on Title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I scanned through it like, like damn, their comedy and shit. No, I mean he's saying some silly shit. He's saying some weird shit. Yeah, so I got some funny shit on there. Yeah, but he got he got good records. This is. This is his third record that I got. I think it's his fourth overall, but he's got good records. I'm actually going to go see him live and shit. I fuck with Thundercat. He played all over the Kendrick Lamar shit. He's mm-hmm. like, he's ill. And he got a, he got some dope records. Yeah, he's got yeah, some yeah. dope records. I think- When he down with, um, he down with, uh, what's his name? Um, Kamasi Washington, Terrence nah, what's Martin. what's the other uh, West Coast cat? Uh, <sighs> nah, I'm blanking. Shit. Don't worry about it. What's he do? What's the West Coast cat? <sighs> Flying Lotus. Yeah. Down with yeah, them, yeah. yeah. I think they on the same record, same record label, yeah. Brain Feeder or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, I love that crew. Yeah, they got cool shit. But he, like, I listened to the record. It was a lot of, lot of, you saying a lot of little silly shit. So I, I asked all that shit and went back to listening to some fucking diplomats and shit. Mm. <laughs> I was on that. You know, I came in today on that um the rock. Uh, 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 I had to get yeah. some of that. That I think that's Memphis Bleak's hardest verse. I had to get some of that. That. That upstart energy on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let it be known. I'm back on my grizzly. That live wire. Yeah, just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit you need when you starting up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That startup energy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't need all that old, I'm already right. made it. Yeah. I'm already rich <laughs> on y'all. You peasants and shit. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. See, I don't even know see, why I still do this. You know what I'm saying? That's, see, that's why the Nikki is a victim of her, her that shit. You know what I'm saying? She already up there and shit. You got this old up. You got Remy coming back up. She got an upstart again, and you know what I'm saying, taking it out on him. Mm. You know what I'm saying. That energy is a whole lot more um, aggressive. Yeah, you know yeah it's proactive. See, that's, that's how I'm coming out with my video shit. I'm I'm on some old. I'm some back bleak. on a grizzly. You know what I'm I saying. A slap your connect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying all that. I hear that. What you doing? Me? Yeah. Right now I'm finishing up my NBA stuff that I shot for the NBA Players Association, mm-hmm. and then I'm writing. I'm writing some new shit, my own shit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, what I'm saying I'm I'm starting to shoot that in the spring once it get warm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's already fucking warm, but the plan was to shoot it when it got warm. Right. Because you never know; it might be 20 degrees tomorrow. But you know, what I'm saying so. I'm writing right now. Writing some new shit for the for the culture. Bleak got you inspired. Bleak, I'm on that Bleak right now. Yeah, that one song, Bleak. What else is on your inspiration playlist? Three that, songs. Yeah, three songs. When I get locked in the one, I, I lock in the one. That's it. Just you on repeat. Yeah, it's on repeat. Damn. Now you know what I'm saying. I have different ones for different eras, different phases. But right, right now I'm in. I thought it was um the what was the one where you know what I'm saying. Knock your man off the polo sweater. Oh, um, him. <laughs> oh, see, go get him. him her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Jay Z yeah, joint. Yeah, yeah. But then when I heard the beat battle, when I skimmed through the beat battle and I heard that beat, I was like, nah, that's what I'm actually looking for right yeah. there. This shit right here. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, that's tough. Let it be known. I'm back. Who on better my at those beats? Who's better at those? Let's get it fucking popping beats out of just just Blaze and out of Swiss just Blaze. Okay, Swiss got them old. They, he got club type beats that you know what I'm saying. And his aesthetic is more is 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 more. 
you know, for for lack of a better term, because back in the day, like he shiny, it was more like Casio beats. Right. Like when he had a little Casio, it's like you know what I'm saying. It was like a novelty kind of beats that had a lot of bass, a lot of drop to it mm-hmm. that banged in the club. Just got them damn shits where it's like, oh, this is a serious situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a serious Heavy situation drums, right here. Build There's ups. a lot going on right yeah. here. Swiss, like, we gonna have some fun. We gonna turn up. You know what I mean? Jess is like, shit, I'm about to fuck up the whole program. Mm. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm in a fucking zone taking over all this shit. It's like Jay-Z. When he came through, take over shit. He took over shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, so, I'm on that shit right now. I'm on that um, upstart energy. I hear that. I hear that. Like a cup of coffee. That type of beat. Like Cuban coffee, not a cup. Okay. One of them hard ass shots they get you. Espresso. Gasoline. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's my mom. I hear that shit. All right, well, let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I need like a cup of coffee. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> like it. Hell yeah, man. Well, look. We're about great. to transform and roll out. Absolutely. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. Get in the conversation. Yeah, This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out.